Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Great to have your company for On The Pace on this Wednesday morning with plenty to discuss. We're eagerly awaiting fields to be released for the APG finals out of Menangle on Saturday night, which will be our feature card of racing in New South Wales for this week. The two $400,000 finals for the two-year-olds, both the Colts and Geldings and the Phillies. Massive prize money on offer. Also the three and four-year-olds. I've just noticed in the last few moments that the fields have disappeared for that Menangle card. We did have the first uh, three races available, which is telling me that we're not too far away from the release of those uh, Group 1 uh, barrier draws as well. So maybe by the end of the show, we'll have some more information on that. Still no barrier draws yet, but they're not too far away for the two, three and four-year-old APG finals on Saturday night out of Menangle. We're racing at Bathurst this evening. We've got nine races on the card to look forward to, but already underway at Menangle this morning. It's a trialling session. We're three trials down uh, of what is going to be a bigger, big 11 trial session. But the open class trial has been run and won. Uh, and South Coast Arden stepping out for the Fitzpatrick stable for the first time publicly. He's a high quality competitor, already half a million dollars in the bank. Uh, he was a jewels winner as a younger horse. He also was able to win several features at free-for-all level he won that four-year-old emerald back in june of 2021 taking some big scalps on that occasion so he's a high quality horse he's now with uh, the jj farm operation with paul and gavin fitzpatrick so he was able to win his trial his first public appearance uh, since november of last year when he took on the new zealand pacing cup when he was down the line on that occasion understanding start conditions which probably wasn't his forte so he was in action this morning he clocked 154 and six winning that fast class trial home in 26 and six defeating Soho Sinatra Bondi lockdown was there as was cash and flow Uh, so the replay of that trial will certainly be worth viewing not up as of yet but shouldn't be too far away muscle Bart was successful in 152 and nine for team McCarthy in the second trial and a three-year-old again from the Paul and Gavin Fitzpatrick operation was successful in the third trial so still some important horses to step out Tardelli was down to trial to have his first public appearance since his Group 1 Redcliffe Sales Series victory back in winter of last year, but he's subsequently been scratched, so we'll keep an ear to the ground as to the reason behind that scratching. So he wasn't there, uh, but there are also a, a few Really good quality horses stepping out in that trialling session today out of Menangle. As mentioned, we're off to Bathurst this evening. And as is always the case at Bathurst on a Wednesday night, Bernie Hewitt is going to have an important part to play. But he's another that is certainly on the lookout for these fields through for feature races on Saturday night as he's going to be represented in many of them, highlighted by Rip and Jewel Melody going around in the four-year-old Entise and Geldings and three-year-old Phillies finals respectively. We appreciate your time this morning, Bernie, and I'm sure that you're on the lookout for those barrier draws to come through. We know how important they are for feature races. Yeah, thanks, Bert. Um, yeah, no, that's for sure. It uh, doesn't matter what sort of race it is. It, um, draws are very important, and uh, especially those big ones, like you say, a bit of money about. Let's chat about those two horses firstly. Dual Melody, well, they were both successful in their heats on Monday, but Dual Melody was exceptional in sitting outside peacefully and beating her on 
her merit. She's had probably an up and down three-year-old campaign so far. We've seen some super performances from her where on both occasions she's sat outside that high quality filly and beaten her and then on other occasions things haven't really gone right most notably in the New South Wales Oaks heat and probably in that golden easter egg as well is she a a tougher horse to manage as a three-year-old where they all even out or is it just a case of sometimes things haven't really gone to plan for her a bit of both I think Brit um you know they they catch up as three-year-olds uh invariably they do that each year and again as four-year-olds they all mature at different stages and um uh, obviously, it's you know there's, there's more opposition there and, and stronger opposition as they as they you know progress on and um, yeah so I, I think that's the main reason and a couple of times she's you know in the Oaks heat she was probably a um, I felt I had a fit enough for the for the long trip but um, she did fire up a bit in the death seat that night and uh, probably overdid it a touch and um, you know she was beaten but um, not disgraced and I felt that you know she'd only take benefit out of that run which she did. Um, so, you know, there's been a few little excuses, but, um, yeah, no, the main thing is she's right and ready to go now again. It's interesting you mentioned her probably overdoing things in the Oaks heat, and she probably did the same in the Golden Easter egg after being crossed from one and then having to sit outside them. Uh, but you must have been thrilled with that performance on Monday afternoon. She looks so professional, and if she's going to be able to do that, uh, it means that sort of no matter the barrier, draw as much as you'd like a good one, uh, she's going to be competitive in this final on Saturday evening. Yeah, that's right, Bruce. I, I think, um, you know, uh, the barrier draws are important, but um, not only my or her barrier draw, but, you know, the, the main opposition horses. So um, it'll be interesting just when how the marbles drop and just see, um, you know, you get a fair idea how the race may be run then. So I uh, won't make any plans until we, um, until we get there, really, and um, see what, what the draws are and, and how all the horses are, yeah. She's paid up for so much, and we saw that last year when she was able to win, I think, four Group 1s, and she banked in excess of $300,000. But I guess that puts you in a little bit of a conundrum because you can't necessarily go in everything. She's already had, uh, you know, the six starts this season will be seven come Saturday night, and I guess she didn't have an opportunity to have a really good break as a two-year-old. So you would have a in pencil sort of the rest of her season laid out. Where does she sort of head to in, in the near future and then do we look at a race like the Eureka or is that too much too soon for a filly like her? Um, yeah look she'll probably um, go to the paddock again after Saturday night and have another um, short let up uh, I'm not sure how long yet but um, with the with the plan to go back up to Queensland with her uh, being a Q-bred filly uh, to contest the, the races up there um, so that her main race up there would be um, well she's got the, the Oaks and then the um, uh, APG or the Q-bred finals up there in August I think it is mid-August um, so they're, they're our main targets at the moment <clears throat> and after that I'm you know not real sure um, you know the Eureka I think is drawing a long, really long bow for a three-year-old filly so I'd be doubting that she unless she was really flying I, I doubt if we'd entertain that but um, we just have to wait and see, you know, how she progresses through the winter. So um, she's a little different than most horses. She ne- never shows you like she needs a spell. She loves loves being looked after and pampered. And, um, you know, even when she goes to the paddock, she half the time she'd rather be back in the box unless she's her mates with her. So she's, she's one that, you know, great constitution and great eater. So um, she's doing really well in, in herself. So 
I'll just, uh, yeah, a bit of a break after this week and, um, and sort of map out a bit of a Queensland campaign with it then. Excellent. Well, that's Jewel Melody going around on Saturday night in the three-year-old Phillies final. And Rip was also successful in his heat there on Monday. He struck the probably the strongest four-year-old crop, and we saw that as three-year-olds last year in a, a very, very long time. But he's such a quality, high-quality horse himself. And I think driven cold in recent times, he's been exceptional. We saw him win uh, midway through the carnival in uh, at Menangle coming from well off them over 2300 again you took the opportunity to drive him with the sit there on Monday he's more than lethal in that nature and that's going to very much help him this season when some big race targets roll around but a great to see him back in winning form he's such a good horse yeah that's right but um you know he's he's had a bit of an indifferent season but um you know, he is a Sun Beach uh, gelding, and as we all know, they, uh, they, they've got a bit of hot blood running through them, and he can get, you know, a bit fired up at the races, and um, he's one of those horses that's learning his trade slowly, so um, I, I do believe he's better off the speed, but, um, you know, mobile bar- uh, the barrier draws will certainly, de- you know, uh, decide which way he gets dri- driven in any race, but... Um, at the moment, he's um, yeah learning learning his craft off the back of him. That's for sure. He's an obvious Tabureka horse. The fact that he proved, I guess, on a few occasions now that when he does settle, he's more than capable of running out a trip. We only have to look back to the Victoria Derby of last year. So, does his season surround uh, September second at Menangle for that rich race? Yeah, look, it's certainly in the spotlight that one and. Um, He'll probably also go to Brisbane um, if his form warrants it. He'll probably go up there for the riches up there and then just see uh, from there. But, you know, it'll be all based around the, the Eureka, that's for sure. We'll be aiming, having him spot on for that race. Excellent stuff. Well, of course, Wayne and Julie Lode are holding a, a slot in the Tab Eureka, so they've got a, a few options there, and we know that uh, they're really supporting the local community as well with the competition that's currently running around the Carnival of Cups. So it's going to be intriguing to see how that all plays out. That's a Saturday night, which we've previewed without barrier draws, which is a little bit tough to do, but they both look great chances, Dual Melody and Rip. Tonight, you head to Bathurst, Bernie. So a few that I just wanted to, to touch on whilst we had you. Head Noise goes around in race number one. She's returned from a, a pretty lengthy spell, and I think she's returned in very good form. She was a Dubbo winner uh, two starts ago, and then last time out, she wasn't beaten all that far at Bathurst. What did you make of that run, and uh, what do you think her chances are tonight? Yeah, look, I, I think she the spell's done done her a lot of good. She was um, she wasn't a real tractable filly early, and she's re- really learning her craft as well. She's flying off the mobile barrier and um, you know putting herself in the race. Um, I think whatever she does this uh, campaign, she'll probably improve on again um, later on. So she's she's uh, it's a little bit harder tonight that that um, race, but um, if she can find the pegs. I think she'll run a, a, an honest race. I wouldn't say she could win it, but she'll run run in a good honest race. I feel. Um, race number four, you've got Always Thunder engaged here, and he's a pretty good horse. This guy, isn't he? Yeah, I've always had a lot of time for this fella. Um, he, he's always shown heaps of ability. Um, his tractability was a bit ordinary early on, but um, he's certainly learning learning how to do it. Um, he won well at Goulburn, a Waratah heat on on Sunday, and he's on the quick backup before he uh, goes to the Waratah final 10 days later. So he's just having a quick back up here at home over the short, and then he'll um, he'll back up on the um, Saturday week then for the final of the Waratah. 
he's probably had more trials and races throughout his career, Bernie, but no doubt trying to iron out a, a few of those issues. He contested a TAB regional championship uh, heat last year and went around in the consolation as well. Is that an obvious target again for him in the next you know, month to six weeks? Um, yeah, like uh, certainly looking at that sort of race, um, I think he's a, he, he may well develop into a high-class horse. Um, he likes to likes to run and free wheel, and uh, he's shown brilliant gate speed. So um, I think any of the, the decent races now is you know where, where he's going to be aiming at. Um, it's all been about trying to teach him, and um, you know, and sometimes he gets out of control. He you know uh, two starts back he was he was way out of control and. Um, and anyway, so hopefully uh, he really starts to put it together now. All right, that's always thunder, certainly a horse to keep an eye on. And you've got four representatives in the two-year-old tonight, all very well bred, as we would expect from your stable. You've had such good success with young horses over the last few years. And again, this year, you look to have a nice crop around you, which is the best chance tonight. You've got half the field in the two-year-old race, and they all look solid. Hopes have all had a bit of experience as well now. That's right, they're starting to learn their craft a little. Um, probably the two fillies that drew better, um, Platinum Jewel and Dream Melody, uh, uh, probably um, got the ace hand there because of the draws. Um, always Lightning's uh, quite an honest fella. He's learning his craft as well and uh, he's quite solid. Um, he's the sort of horse that could win without surprising with the right run. And Intrusion's probably still learning. He's still not gating 100% and... Uh, I think he might end up the best horse out of them, but he's just still learning his craft. So I think later on he'll be a, a pretty nice horse. Uh, probably the two the two and the three are the better chances out of that team, I think, tonight. All right, Platinum Jewel and Dream Melody drawn two and three in race number seven this evening. Really appreciate you taking the time to chat to us this morning. Bernie, best of luck tonight and, and more importantly there on Saturday night as well with those rich APG finals. Here's hoping some good barrier draw fortune in the next couple of hours for you and your team. Yeah, good on you. Thanks, Bruce. Bernie Hewitt joining us this morning. He knows what APG success is about. He had a stack of it last year and he'll be looking for much of the same on Saturday night. Still no barrier draws through yet. They won't be too far away though. Keep your eyes out on the harness.org.au website. Those fields are rapidly approaching for Saturday night's Menangle card. We'll have them through tomorrow. We'll discuss them in depth here on On The Pace here on Sky Sports Radio at 10.30 tomorrow morning.